Morning, Mr. Hashem. We're going to continue with the uh, with the shirim this man. So we, we're in the middle of last last day. The way we did it was we did Tuesday chavis l'tomidim. I think we're just going to move it to Monday chavis l'tomidim and Tuesday and Wednesday. We'll do svasemes on the parsha just because it's a little easier to have it that way. So we're in the middle of discussing mamash at the end of the twelfth parak of chavis l'tomidim. I think this is maybe the fifty uh, close to sixty shirim. I think that we've uh, already been doing it so for a lot more than a year, maybe a year and a half already. The Baruch Hashem have been doing it. We're getting close to the twelfth end of the twelfth parak and then. The 13th parak, and then really the sefer is over. So what we've been discussing at the in the 12th parak, he was discussing specifically this kashras to Torah that a person has the ability to get when a person understands what Torah is. And the Bitsetsa explained to us at length that a person understands that Torah is not simply limud, Torah is not simply subject, but a person understands that Torah is elakus, and a person understands that Torah is the way that a person has the ability to relate, to connect, and relate to the Rabbanisha more than anything else in the world, and a person will understand and will want to put his full effort into Torah. And he discussed various reasons why people find it difficult to learn, why it's easier for them to be involved in business than it is to be involved in learning, and why it's hard for a person to sit for long periods of time to be able to learn. That he discussed all Lazman. We discussed, you know, what, what the BS has to explain to us, why it's difficult and why it's hard and how to really overcome those basic challenges which many people face when it comes to the Indian of Limerat That's really what we discussed. We'll just, we're going to finish off the parak. He's just, uh, we, I think where we ended off last time where we were discussing the difference between learning something hard and learning something easy and understanding that w- when something's hard and difficult, if a person comes into it with the proper mindset and understands what the purpose of Torah is, and the purpose is not just to try to get as much information in the easiest way possible, but to actually put in Yegiya and Tircha and Avoida, and in that way a person is able to be makasher himself to the Rabbanisham in a greater and deeper way, so that a person is going to really, really put the effort in and try and wait and, and utilize his time and utilize his kaiches properly to be able to put it in. So that's what we discussed last time is, the, is the, the challenges that one has in learning and how much a person needs to work on overcoming those challenges. We just, he, he ends off with a few more simple, you know, simple diburim and what's taking place when a person's learning and how to overcome some of the challenges. And he writes like this, Any Indian that you come to learn, if it's, if it's kal in your eyes and you say, and you come to learn a certain masechta and you say, this is a very easy masechta. It happens when a person's learning daf yaymi. As you get to Yavamas and everyone says it's very difficult, and then you get to Tainus and Megillah. Everyone said, Yeah, this is an easy Masech that's good. I learned it before. I probably learned it many times before Purim. It's something which is easy and, and, and quick, and I know, how to, I know how to get it very in a, in a way which is very simple. As soon as you say that, and this is, again, one of the things that happens very often with Tafyaymi is you talk to people. I was, I was a lot of times I talk to someone in the shul and they say, Oh, tomorrow's daf is very hard, or today's daf is very hard, or today's daf is very easy. Now, automatically, when a person does that, they already put it into your head that when you then sit down to learn the daf, or whatever Masech you're learning in Yeshiva, whatever you're doing, Right away, you either think it's easy, and if you think it's easy, the PSS says that's already, you're already at a disadvantage, because now you're not going to put in proper kaychas to be able to understand it at its full aymik. You'll get it, but you'll get it at a very superficial level. And what he explained last time is that a person needs to put real amkas, really, to be able to get to the depth of learning, not just to get to the superficial understanding of it. And on the contrary, if a person says it's very hard when you come into it, Yavamis is a very hard Masechta. So automatically, you come in with a preconceived notion that I'm not going to be able to understand anything, and it's too difficult, and it's hard. And whatever, as much as I can get is good. And a person also doesn't put his full kaychas in. So right away, we have to be careful that when we come into learning any mesechter, any limit, or any gemara, mishnayis, Allah chasidis, anything we do, we come in right away with a fresh perspective. Whether we learned it before, whether we didn't learn it before, right away we say, okay, ready to take it at face value and to be able to understand it to the greatest extent that we have the ability to understand it and to be able to put our full kaychas in. So if a person comes into a limud and says, yeah, this is easy, I've done this before already. I've done Elam when I was in seventh grade. It's easy, it's an easy parak. It's not hard for me to do. So is there any so automatically you're at a disadvantage because the chances of you actually putting in a real kaychas to understand it is much less likely. What's going to happen is not only, may, not only will you be losing out of getting the depth of it, 
you may also lose that on the Pashup Shah because you think it's so easy and you run through it so quickly, so then you'll mess, you'll mess up on the simple Pashup Shah of the Gemara because eh, it's easy, it's quick, I know this already. That's why the Gemara in Yuma says that it's, it's uh, something which is old is harder than something which is new. Because as soon as a person's learned something already, then a person says, okay, I know this already, and then Mamela, I don't have to put an effort to it, and Mamela person can make Pasha mistakes into understanding the Gemara, whatever Lima they're doing. Right? I learned this already, and therefore I'll understand it. It's Chazara, it's quick. Sometimes you see people doing Chazara, and they do it so quickly that they're partially making mistakes in the base of Chazara because I learned this already two, three times. And a person needs to be careful that they understand that, no, I have to put in, oh, you make, to put in, the, put in the effort, and I have to put in the proper Yegiya, even if it's something that's easy, even if it's something that I learned. And therefore, Atika, Atika, something which is old, and something which a person thinks they have already under their belt is that much more difficult to learn than something which is new. I said, somebody told me he has a very, he has a, he has a machla. He forgets things very, you know, very, very easily. So he told me it's amazing because every year he comes to Hanukkah and every, every Torah that he ever learned in Hanukkah is like a brand new thing. It's not, he doesn't come and oh, I learned that safe already. I already know about this Indian. Everything's brand new to him. So he says he gets a frishka, he gets a gishma, comes to Rosh Hashanah, learns about the Kiyah Shafer and the whole thing's brand new to him. Any vart that he ever heard, it's as if the first time he heard it. it there's, a, there's a certain gishma in that. It's like a tikka kashamechadatov. And a person has to be able to get to that mindset, even if you talk and know what you're doing and you're doing the Masechta for the third or fourth time, you're hearing something for the third or fourth time to say, okay, Afal Pikein, the Chiv on me is not just a no terror. That's not just the purpose. And that's what we discussed last time at length, that the Chiv is not just, okay, how much knowledge can I have? If a person understands that the more effort and the more Yigiyah you put into Torah, the more you makasha yourself to the Rabbani Shalom. So even if I know it already, I still have this Chayvos to be able to sit there and to go Ba'imik and to learn it and to understand it and to make sure that I'm not missing out, not just in the Pashup Shah, but I'm getting the depth of what I'm learning. Since a person's not, you know, getting himself ready to learn what he's doing, then a person doesn't understand that. Uh, this is, uh, you, you know, well, I was talking about this yesterday, I think, with somebody, that one of, the, one of the issues that we have is that when we learn Chumash, right, so we have a certain very elementary understanding of what Chumash is and what the Parshas are. And Avram Avinu, we have the image from third grade, and, and Moshe Rabbeinu, and Benay Slavchad, and Kairach. We have it all figured out already from when we were little kids. Whatever Rebbe told us is the Gears of the Yankasa that's stuck there. And therefore we say, okay, this, this is what it is. But a person has to understand that everything in Torah is amok, 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 amok. It's deep and there's so much more a person can do. And even if I learned it already and I know this story and I know this Gemara already, Afal Pekin, it's amok, amok. <laughs> Somebody told me recently that he went out and told he, he, he started learning Allah. He became a Rav. He became a Rav recently. So he started learning Allah. So he told his Rebbe, his Rebbe from a Sifta, that he's starting to learn Allah. So he said, I left Nash Mazikin and I went to, it was in BMG and he was joined the Halach Chabura. So his Rebbe told him, he said, I don't understand. He said, you think you know Nash Mazikin already? He said, I'm learning it for 40 years. I still don't know Nash Mazikin. Still have Rangitan and Bava Kama, Bava Basra and Yavomis and Ksubis. Again, there is a time when a person has to be able to move on. But what the Rebbe was trying to bring out is what the, what the Rebbe is saying, that everything's amok, amok, moid. You can learn a Masechta 30, 40, 50 times, and you still haven't gotten to the depth of it. There's still more to get from it. And obviously the ultimate is to get the Malka Shalolim. To understand that that's the Avoida. Not just to make sure that I know the information, but to make sure that I put in the proper work. He says, He says, for sure happened that you learned something, you learned a good chiddush, you heard, you heard a beautiful var. 
So you have a little bit of a kinnah. Can it say for him? But you have a little bit of a kinnah. Why, why? What's the pshat that that person, that gadol, that that risha, and that achron is able to think of such a chash of a chiddush when it comes to Torah? Right? You tell yourself they're also humans. Everybody knows this Torah. Everybody knows the Rechaim. Everybody knows this Rashi, these Mishnais. Everybody knows this, even though they were humans like me. We find this in Gemara that even in Yeshiva Shemaila is saying over Alachas and the Shemam of those people. And you say to yourself, I'm a little ant. You learn Svarim, you learn Rishonim, you learn Achreinim. People that are alive nowadays, people that are alive in the last generation, you say, I have no Shaykhis to them. You, you read about Rechaim Kanievsky, I'm a katana. I'm a little ant compared to Rechaim, I have no Shaykhis to that Bechlau. He says, this kin is seiferim, but the purpose of kin is seiferim is tarbachachma. The purpose of kin is is not just to say, how is he zeichet to have so much Torah and to be able to be megala, such deep Torah, and I, who am the same person, I'm also born in the same generation, the same world, we're both born from, from human parents, and he's capable of doing that, I'm not capable of doing this. He says, don't be satisfied with just having the kin and saying, okay, I'm jealous of that person, of what he was able to be megala in this world, and I can't be megala that. He says the same way he was capable of being Megala, you're also capable. You also have the ability to go to, to have the kin from Tarba to say, I want to put in the Yagia and the Avoida necessary to be able to get to where that person got to. Obviously, there are people who have greater neshamas and greater, greater potential, and they have the ability to be Megala Torah in a way that maybe you can't you can do, but none of it came without Yagia and Tircha and Avoida. So if they put in Yigiya Tirchen Avoida to get where they to, to get to where they got to, and you want to be like them, so then you also have to put in. You may not get to the same level as them. You may not become a Rebchaim Kanievsky, but you have to recognize that Rebchaim Kanievsky wasn't born a Rebchaim Kanievsky, and neither was the Stipler, and neither was the, neither was a Baruch Ber, and neither was the Gra, the Baal Shem Tev. None of these people were born that way. So they put in effort, they put in work. So if you want to be like them, you want to, you want to be Zeicha to be Magala Torah the way they're Magala Torah. It also is going to take Yigiya and Avoida and effort to be able to put it in. They they cut themselves off in this world. World, and they sat when they learned, and they totally were involved in the Yigiya of Torah. When they learned, they were 100% there. I think Amar says that Rav was ma'ayim b'shmaitzi opatas atzpaiseim, v'adamai shayishayseses v'leyam argish. Rav was sitting and learning, and there was blood pouring out of his fingers, and he, he wasn't even margish b'chlaw. And he came along, he said, I'm a pizizah. This is, he was involved in learning to the extent that he pashed in him what was taking place in his physical body. Even when Ariza learned a pasha, a pasha, something Pashat in Torah, until there's a tremendous amount of sweat coming off of him. So these are people who are great people and you learn their svarim, but understand that when they learn Torah, they put themselves in totally. And there was no Indian which they said, ah, this is easy to understand. This is something that I get very quickly. They said, okay, this is something that I have to go through. I have to put my 100% Yigiya and Tirchan Avoid into it. And then you're able to be Magali, you're able to be Machaber Swarm like that. And you're not interested. You want to be like them, but you don't, you don't understand that to be like them, it's going to take work. Everything becomes hard and difficult. Before you come to learn, it's hard, it's difficult. He says, don't make it so hard that you give up hope in it. 
גם בפשטוסי חמר הוא, ויטיפו רוחך בקרב החלמר. When you come to something which is difficult, don't either say, קשה הרבה ממוחי וסקלתי, I'm never going to get יבאמס, I'm never going to get the סוגיה, it's so difficult to understand, וסטס, it's beyond me, I'm never going to חפק. על ידי זה, תסרשה נפשך, ירפסך לך ולאווי. The middle person says, okay, this is so difficult, it's so hard for me, I'm never going to be able to understand it. רק חושב, עניין חמר הוא, it's something which is hard, it's something which is difficult, something which will take avoida, אבל גם ברוח ודעשה לכם. I also have the ability to understand it. אסחזק ואוכלי באסס השם יסברך. I'll also be able to do it as long as I understand that it's up to me to put on the avoida. And those are the two extremes that a person could do. Either a person could say, I'm on, uh, uh, so easy for me to do, I've done this already 10 times before, maybe you run through it. I mean, really, you lose that understanding that you become something, or on the contrary, a person can say, it's so difficult, it's so hard, I don't know what's going on, I'm never going to get it, and then you make it totally, and you don't put it in. A person has to understand that whether something's easy, or whether something's hard, a person puts in property, you give, you'll be able to get to the oymik of it, and you'll be able to understand that. I was talking to somebody, somebody a, few, a few years ago, somebody who's in his 70s already. So it came up something about the concept of learning, of learning Kabbalah, if, he, if he's learned Kabbalah or not. He said, yeah, I tried it once, you know, many years ago. It's very difficult. I don't know what's going on. There's Pratsufim and Aloma, and Sviris. So I don't know, it's very difficult. I tried it for like a few days and then I, and then I uh, you know, it wasn't for me. So Chaval, like this person is going to be missing out on a Chelek of Torah because they tried it once and they felt it was difficult. And it is a difficult Limud. And they gave up on the whole, the whole, it, that whole Chelek of Torah because once, 20 years before, they had tried it and they felt it was too difficult and above them, beyond them. Now, the Peter says, is saying it is difficult and it is hard. But you also, yeah, you have the gambi ruach v'dasalakim. You also have the ability to understand that every yid has the ability to ability to understand kolaterakula. There's a chivton to learn kolaterakula. So a mela person says, okay, this is something that I need to do, something I need to put in avoda for, and then a mela a person has to say, a person has to put in that avoda. And he just ends off. I'm under for one more thing. It says v'chein and b'sifra amafarshim and b'pshara torah b'chasidus amosar. A person's learning amafarish. Torah, Chasidus, Musar, Keshat Abola, Ayin, Ulumud, B'Sefer. Another eight set of a person wants to be able to learn properly, aside from understanding that you need to put in proper Yigiyah. Chayshiv Shemalach Hashem, Chayshir Esreishim, and Hashemayim. When you're learning a Sefer, yeah, we're learning Chayvis, Atomidim, from the Piyatzesna. Imagine for a second, before you're sitting and learning, that a Malach from Shemayim is sticking his head out of Shemayim, came down from Shemayim, U'B'Shem Hashem, Adabar Elecha, you're not just learning a Sefer, you take a Sefer off the shelf and you're learning Gemara about Abayim, Imagine that a Malach from the Rabban Hashem is coming down. And learning with you the words that you're learning. Think about what was Abayah and Rava before they came down to this world, and what are Abayah and Rava after they left this world. Right? They're in Shemaim, they're Malach Hashem. They're sitting by the Kisa covered with the Rabbanishim, learning Torah. So that's what they were before they came down to this world. That's what they were after they came down to this world. So when you're learning Gomorrah, when you're learning the Pitzat Sefer, when you're learning Chavis al what you're doing is you're, there's a Malach from Shemaim who's coming in and teaching you Torah. It's the Rabbanishim's Torah. If you were Shimshon's parents who had the ability to have a malachim speak to them, you wouldn't think about every word that they said and want to hear every single, every nekuda that they said and understand that this is something which is a malach from Shemaim is telling you. When the person who's Kaveh Makam Litfilasa, when he dies, they say, He's a Talmud of Ramavina. What do you do? He's Kaveh Makam Litfila. Hill Zakan, it says that he was a Talmud of Ezra. Now, Hill Zakan didn't learn by Ezra. Why? So if you want to be a Talmud of the PSS, you want to be a Talmud of Avaya Rava, you want to be a Talmud of the Rabbanishim, you want to be a Talmud of Hoshea Hanavi. So the way to do it is to, is to imagine that. that, that, that ISIS, 
that the, that the ISIS that you're learning is, is being spoken to right now. Tyrus, Tyrus Chaim, Amemelo, and the person that you're learning from, you're not just learning a safer, which, okay, he went on and he left the safer here, right? So his, his, like Hazal said, that, that his lips are still moving in the kever. Amemelo, you're learning from the person himself. When a person understands that, and you learn Gemara in that way, so Gemara is alive. Gemara is something which is real. Gemara is not something which is just, you know, something which is nice. Gemara becomes something which is real. I remember somebody who was a ninth grade rabbi was telling me once that he, I'm trying to, I don't remember who, who it was. He was telling me that the way he learns Gemara is he, he makes Gemara mamash a reality. He gets, you know, he gets, the, the, he starts off with the Havamina and he pushes the Havamina mamash all the way. And explains to every guy why this Havamina is mamash MS and explains Pshat and Ravuna. And then he comes along and explains after like a half hour, you know, mamash like for Kaifi and the Olam and Ravuna's Pshat and selling that to them. Then he says, I, Rav Papa asked the Kasha and the Olam's like, you know, tumbling with the kasha, and the kasha is such a shvera kasha, and how could Ravuna ever said that? What's the havamina? And then he goes to Ravuna, you know, or Papa's terrets. So somebody told him, like, okay, it's very nice. You're making it, like, very dramatizing. Like, you're making the whole Gemara into, like, this major play, and there's Ravuna on one side, or Papa on the other side, and they're fighting. So he said, what do you think was going on in the Bismedrish? This is what was going on in the Bismedrish when they were learning. It wasn't just, you know, they said, like, okay, Abai said this, and then Rava said this, and then he's like, oh, I don't know, maybe. You have a right. There was fighting. There's Rizcha Shalaraisa that was going on. So he says, all I'm doing is I'm just living with Abai and Rava. I'm living with what was going on then. If you live that way when you learn Gemara, so Gemara is alive to you. Gemara is important to you. Gemara is Chashev to you. It's the Rabbanisham speaking to you through the words, through the medium of whichever tzaddikim you're learning. And you become a Talmud of that person that you're learning. Be a Talmud of Abai and Rava. And there's many people that go to Eretz Yisrael. And they go to different, you know, different kvarim and different places. Right? So somebody told me once, he said, I, I, he said the main place, I think it was Avi Salman, he told me, he said, the main place I want to go is Abai and Rava's kever. He said, I'm a Talmud of Abai and Rava. I sit and learn, you learn through Shas, you learn the you learn through Shas for many, many years. He's my Rebbe, Abai and Rava are my Rebbe. You really learn Gemara that way, you learn any Sefer that way. You understand that I'm not just learning a Sefer, I'm learning the person, this Rebbe, this Tzaddik is speaking to me. Mama's speaking to me, so then you learn Torah in a different way. The Torah has a different chashivas to you. You become a Talmud of that person. He says, You don't want to be a Talmud of the Rajbah, the Ritva? You don't want to be a Talmud of the Helga Gagayin, of the Helga Bal Shemtiv, of the Magad Agadol, of the Magad Mekashnitz, of Talmudayim? Of course, the person wants to be a, a Talmud of them. How do you become a Talmud of them? When you learn their Sfarim, you understand that they're speaking to you. They're talking to you. Torah is alive and it's talking to you. And those are the two aces that he gives. We'll, we'll, we'll continue next week with one more thing that he tells us at the end of the paragraph. Those are the two things. First of all, understand that nothing's easy, nothing's too easy, and nothing's too hard. If something's too easy, you're not going to put in the proper work in order to understand it. Nothing's too hard, you have the ability to understand it. And the second thing is understand that Torah is alive. And the people that are talking in Torah are alive. By doing that, a person will put in the proper Yudhiya in Torah.